What's good, NASCAR community? It's your boy, Anthony, and today we're not even going to be talking about a review or a preview. Today, we're going to talk about a driver in a team, two drivers in a team to be specific. Actually, I can't even say it to that because the what's going on in the NASCAR world right now is very interesting with Kyle Busch, Ty Gibbs, Kurt Busch, Tyler Reddick. Austin Hill, it's it's snowballing, and we're about to break this all down real quick. First things first, we all know Tyler Reddick is going to 2311 in 2024. Austin Hill, he's gonna make some more. He's gonna make some starts in the next, in the third RCR car this year. You have. The eight seat is open. Kyle Busch does not have a contract for next year yet. Despite saying he'll take a pay cut, we have Kurt Busch now out. If you didn't hear, this is breaking news. Kurt Busch has not been cleared to race Michigan. So Ty Gibbs will be in the car for a third straight week in a row. And all of these things going on, you have to wonder what's going on. Silly season is getting really silly right now. If those of you just start watching this podcast, I said earlier in the beginning of the season, when Ty Gibbs gets a few like a few starts in the Cup Series, then I'll say he's ready to go full time in Cup. I don't want him. I didn't want him to just start off the full season at Daytona or at the Coliseum. But that's where they're going to be driving at for the Clash whenever he does go to Cup, and. Since I've said that, the unfortunate certain situation that happened with Kurt Busch, but two things. One, it's looking like Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch already has a front off, already has an office job when he retires. But one, who knows? Could this year be his last year? And two, I said Ty needs a few starts in the Cup Series. This is about to be his third start. And three, Kyle Busch is still not on a contract yet. So these three things going on. And I'm gonna bring in to I'm gonna bring in Tyler Reddick and Austin Hill in a second. But with these three things going on, that's gonna be interesting to see what goes on, at least in the TRD racing camp. How I look at it, Ty Gibbs, he's getting those opportunities. And if he gets more and more opportunities, because I honestly thought they was gonna be driving in maybe a third 2311 car, like an all-star car or something like that, towards beginning of next year for a select few races. But he's already racing now, and he hasn't looked too bad. So you put that together with him being Joe Gibbs' grandson. And Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch does not have a sponsor yet. What happens there? Do you see Kyle Busch stay in that 18 car, or do we see Ty Gibbs go to that 18 car? And I say this because, once again, just because Ty silly season is getting crazy. That's what I would say. Silly season is getting very crazy. So let's say Ty Gibbs is able to go to the 18 car at the end of this season, and Kyle Busch doesn't return to Joe Gibbs racing. Kurt Busch has missed three weeks in a row with this concussion. On top of before the concussion even happened, he was hinting at retiring soon. So, you put those two together, 
Do you got Tyler Reddick going to twenty three eleven racing? It's unknown by the time that he gets there if this team will be a two or three car team. But that's in twenty twenty four. Who's to say that Kurt doesn't walk away after this year? And if that happens, does that open up the door for Kyle Bush? And also My fault. But when you have Austin Hill moving through the ranks for RCR, so if Tyler Reddick goes, you can see Austin Hill take over that A card. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. <coughs> Somebody getting the three. Oh. My fault. But, um, yeah, we got a few revolving chairs going on real quick. Another thing is Kyle Busch, possibly the storehouse racing. And here's the thing with that. Eric Almarola might return for another year. He might not retire at the end of this year. He's reconsidering it. So that could be real interesting to see what happens at storehouse racing. Because then you have Chase Briscoe, Kevin Harvick, and Cole Custer. And Cole Custer's daddy, as long as he's with Haas, Cole Custer isn't going nowhere. He might go down to the Xfinity Series if they want to. But I don't see him leaving Haas while his dad is there. And then, look, look, look. Ryan Priest is at Store Haas Racing too, And he's been, he's been surprising me in the lower series so far this year. I won't lie. But these are a lot of drivers, and it doesn't seem to be enough seats. Unless you see RCR maybe expand to a third team. But in that case, who gets signed? Because it'll be Austin Hill, Austin Dillon. That's what... That's what it's looking. That's what it's projecting to be the lineup when Tyler Reddick leaves. You have Denny Hamlin potentially, um, Martin Truex Jr., Christopher Bell just got re-signed, and then the eighteen is open. It could be Kyle Busch or Ty Gibbs. Me personally, Kyle Busch is like one of the greatest generational talents of this generation. While Ty Gibbs is showing signs that he could be next generation's generational talent. So, you got the present against the future. Because, let's say you take Kyle Busch out the end of the season and put Ty Gibbs in. Ty is going to go through some... He's going to go through the rookie slump. And while he might get a win, because he's in JGR equipment, like a lot of guys win in JGR equipment. Even you racist guys, even for you racist guys, as soon as Bubba went to a Toyota, he got the win, like... Rain short or not, yeah, was leading laps too, but yeah, um, TRD guys seem to always seem to get one win at least off rip when that driver comes to the team, but that's not to say he won't show like he won't show like rookie woes as well, and you have to look at that. You're going from a guy that's contending for a championship to most likely the rookie of the year coming into the sport. If you go from Kyle Busch to Ty Gibbs. Because while Ty, I said he doesn't look too bad. He's not, you know, top five car. He's not running second, third, you know. But the whole silly season thing, you got guys announcing decisions multiple years down the road. Then you got guys that are just, they've been looking for a contract all year long. You got guys in the Xfinity series that are trying to get to Cup. Meanwhile, you got guys that are reconsidering the retirement that they said 
Like, you got a premature retirement. Eric Amarola is going to come back. I think Martin Truex Jr. was thinking that he decided, nah, I'm going to come back. I'm going to give it one more shot at least. All of that. And I'm going to be honest, as a Kyle Busch fan, um... I'm not sure where Kyle Busch is going to be at next year. And I won't lie. He was, back when we saw the big three getting hyped up with, before it was the, it was Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Montreux Jr. Then it became like the big three of Toyota with Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, and Montreux Jr. Kyle got a little bit of arrogance to him. He and Denny. And while Denny always seems to choke it at some point in time in the playoffs or chase, Kyle Busch has two he got he has two rings. So he feels like he can be arrogant on top of having a successful truck team. Now, the big thing about Kyle Busch is TRD has a lot of they depend they rely on a lot of talent driving those Kyle Busch trucks. And you have to look at it like if Kyle Busch goes to another manufacturer, he already pointed out how much it would cost for him to switch manufacturers. But on a TRD side, you're losing like that talent. That's a prospect team. You're gonna unless you're looking at twenty three eleven and just looking at them like yeah, y'all gonna be the next TRD team in the lower series. Develop these drivers up, man. I just don't. I just don't know if they would really want to do that and let Kyle Busch walk. Like, again, it's not just Kyle Busch. It is KBM Racing as well. And while he said it will take how much it would cost for him to start up a, to switch manufacturers, I don't think Kyle wants to do that as well. And you also got to look at it like this. He's open to taking a pay cut to stay with Joe Gibbs Racing. If he leaves Joe Gibbs Racing, he's going to get paid, in my opinion. More than what that pay cut was, at least. Because the sponsor model is still a little indifferent. And a team that I see that could potentially try to pick him up is possibly Colleague Racing. They're going to try to get in contact talks, contract talks with him. Another, guy I wouldn't, another team I wouldn't mind seeing him go to is probably maybe if they were to expand Trackhouse. You know? There wouldn't be nothing wrong with that. This is just my opinion. I'm just throwing that out there. I think Storehouse Racing. I'm sorry. I had to pause this podcast for a second because there was some technical difficulties. But where I left off at is I was about to get into how Storehouse Racing is packed tightly. You have the four of Kevin Harvick, the 10 of Eric Amarola, who is potentially thinking about coming back for another season. He is potentially thinking about coming back for another season. You have the 14 of Chase Briscoe and the 41 of Cole Custer. Now, Briscoe just got there. Custer, he got a pandemic win, but he hasn't really shown much since. Amarola is thinking about coming back, so that could be interesting. And Kevin Harvey is basically the old man and the veteran of the organization. I'm pretty sure they don't want to let him go. But... You also have Ryan Priest as well. So, Ryan Priest can honestly be 
filling in one of those seats. Be the next driver to fill in one of those seats because he's basically the next man up. Once one of those seats opens up. Now, the question is, how many seats do open up for storehouse racing? Because if Cole Custer does go down, that opens up to 41. And if Eric Amarola does finally ret- actually retire, that opens up to 10. But I think Ryan Priest is going to take one of those run those rides. And here's the crazy thing about what I'm saying about all these situations. Another guy's name that I have yet to mention is John Hunter Nemechek. I think John Hunter Nemechek, he needs to secure like an Xfinity ride this or the next. Oh, yeah, he needs to secure it this season so he can have it ready for next season when Daytona comes around. But if he stays in the TRD camp, what happens with them? Because that's another drive you got to look at. And this is a little long-term projecting situation. What does this t- what does Joe Gibbs Racing do in the, Xfinity re- in the Xfinity series? They have Brandon Jones and Ty Gibbs. But eventually, you're going to have to do something about Sammy Smith Jr. What do you do with that, in that situation, man? Then you also have Joe John Hunter Nemechek. Do you have all these guys splitting the 18 car next year again like they did this year? Or do you actually run that team for a championship? Because there's... Because in my opinion, in my opinion, John Hunter Nemechek could give them some nice outings in that 18 car. That's just my opinion. But there's a lot of... Musical chairs going around in that all-star car, if you will. Another thing. I wonder how much of a distraction that this is playing for all of these guys. Because of how they're all performing in their respective series. As we progress more and more into this season. Because that has to play on your mind somewhat. Like, hmm, where am I going to end up next year? Who am I going to drive for next year? What does the future hold? You got all that, and you just got all these guys trying to brush it aside. And I get that we're coming up on the playoffs, and some teams will get into a slump, especially the team that will win a championship that year. If you go back in history, there's normally like a slump because a lot of these guys try to get their points out the way. But once we get to that point, I'm not sure. Once we get to the playoffs, I think that's when guys are going to start solidifying contracts for their rise for next season. But I think you need to wait until the end of the season to start negotiating these contracts. Well, not negotiating, but announcing these contracts. And that's my opinion on that. But yeah, other than that, we also have we also have NASCAR. They're probably going to make the Ross Chastain rule. That's what people are probably going to call it. 
with the taking the access road thing, and that was pretty funny and cool. Cool at the same time. But, yeah, why not have somebody, why not have Kyle come over there? Because he's a hard racing driver, just like, just like Daniel Suarez, just like Ross Chastain. Why not have him come over there? Expand the team a little bit. He's a winner. He's one of the best drivers in this generation. Still at the top of his game. Well, I'm not going to say at the top of his game because I don't, I don't think Kyle Busch is in his prime anymore. But he could still go out there and get the job done. But that's a lot of silly season going on. Haven't even got to talk about Dale Jr. yet. Because Dale Jr., we all know he wants to go cup racing, and he's going to go cup racing. This is Dale Jr. They're just probably working out, trying to get a charter and stuff at the moment. But Dale Jr. wants to go cup racing. And Kyle Busch isn't going to drive for Dale Jr. unless it's for a pay cut. Because, you know, Dale Jr., he, he ain't like, he ain't with all that, you know? But it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this 2023 season coming up because there's a lot of guys that can be moving around. One, 2022 silly season is already in full effect. And while we have this going on, you got Tony Stewart saying he's not fully retired, so he might come back and attempt the NASCAR race soon. I'm just speculating. Because he said he's not retired. You Jimmy Johnson probably wants to do a few races here and there in NASCAR as well too. In the future, it's gonna be interesting to see who he drives for. I wish if you had four car teams, you could have a fifth car and run it as a developmental car or something like that, or as a all star car as long as you don't run it all races like they used to. Or even if the car isn't running for points, I don't see why they don't why they don't do that. You can just allow that fifth car. You can that will bring, cause this is how I look at it. A lot of people like to say, in this sport, you got the guys at the front of the pack, and you got those guys that that are mid pack. They might get one here or there, like those. 12th through 25th type of guys. Because 20 to 25th is normally be interesting who be running back there at times. And the 25th through 25th on back are the guys that people refer to as like the little guys, the slower guys, the small teams, things like that. They're going to push those up, them up the sport. They're not going to be able to compete and things like that. Because of that, the field has gotten shortened over time from 43 cars to now. What is it? But, yeah, that's my point. It's not even that 40 cars anymore. But imagine you had a lot of these bigger teams running that fifth car. You know, who would be the guys to fill that fifth seat and things like that? Because you can say money buys it and all that, but I'm starting to see now it's starting to become a revolving door unless you're actually related to the owner.
But it's like if you're tearing up a lot of cars, you're not finishing well, even with money, you're not really making it up through the ranks for one. And for two, if you do make it up through the ranks, you're not going to stay there for long. But I do think it would be interesting if teams could run with five cars again. Because after all, I feel like it would just create a trickle-down effect. I think a lot of guys that would be that would be running those 18th to 25th guys, you have some of those guys would be in the pool for one of those cars. And then the 25th on back guys will probably be in the pool for the guys who will be running 18th through 25th. Because even if you're running 25th on back, team guys and drivers, teams will notice you if you can still wheel a car. Like, you could still have a slow car. Maybe finish if you finish all the laps and you run the whole race in that car, you can actually get a nice little setup going and you can actually pass some cars. But yeah, that is my... That is part two of my silly season thoughts. As silly season is in full effect, and this is only August. It is only August. But that is the end of this episode. We're going to try to come to you with another one tomorrow or the next day. Until next time.